I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas pros.com slash friends. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And I'm Allison. And thanks for joining us today. We have a great topic that lines up with graduation. High school and college graduations are right around the corner. So we want to do a quick episode about that and talking about just lessons we've learned since graduating, how we felt around that time of the year, just to give some reassurance to those fresh grads, or even if you are still in college, not going to college or already graduated college, there will still be some great lessons you can still learn from, but I think we want to hop into our peaks of the week. Do you want to go first, Allison? Yeah, sure. So I'm on day 10 of this new challenge that Clay and I started. It was originally kind of inspired by getting our new cars and we were like, okay, we need to budget, like, you know, be mindful and grind. Summer's coming up. Like, not that everyone needs to do bikini season, but like, I've just never trained right before summer like that. And uh, going along with 75 hard, we were like, that's just too intense. Like, I don't really know if that's actually going to be like serving us or if it's just going to hinder us from other areas of our life. And like with 75 hard, there's nothing about your relationships or budgeting built into that. So we kind of made our own challenge. So we've been doing working out every day, either like 45 minutes to an hour of just like movement being like yoga or mobility day or walking or like 35 minutes of or 30 to 45 minutes of a hard workout. Mm -hmm. And then I've been eating vegan. Clay is doing like no sweets because he has like such a candy and like donut type addiction. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then I've been flossing every day. And I know that sounds so dumb, but my gums are so bad and I just have to do it. <laughs> and then um, being completely sober. So that's, and just trying to be really mindful about our spending, but it's going well. It's definitely not as hard as I thought. So. Yeah. What'd you guys call it? We did not name it. <laughs> okay. We're working on a title. <laughs> title in progress. How many days are you guys doing? Or I guess, are you doing it for a certain amount of days or? I don't know. We for sure wanted to do at least a month. Okay. So we've done sober days for like 30 and 60 day periods, but we were like, we weren't trying to achieve anything during that time. Like we were just being mm-hmm. sober. So this time we were like, let's be sober and actually uh, work towards something here. Yeah. Just like a whole mind body. <laughs> so I'll keep you guys updated on how that's going, but it's just been feeling so good. And Clay's been officially back working in the office because he had been working at home. And obviously we love each other to death, but when we're both working from home, we're just like kind of bugging each other. We have both of our music's playing. One person pops into the room and tells a random story. We just start talking. Like it's just not very productive. And after the last two weeks of him being back, we're both like, wow, this is really productive when we're not like working two feet away from each other. Spending 24 <laughs> seven, yeah. literally all around each other yeah, the whole time. But yeah, you go ahead. How's your yeah, week? Yeah, that's great. I want to try that out. I'm sure Connor would love that, honestly. Um, but yeah, my week's going great. So I randomly, I was supposed to go visit my sister for graduation next weekend me and Connor were gonna drive down for the weekend but then my sister ended up getting scheduled to work and it was just like really stressful we were only gonna be there with her for like a day so then I bought a ticket on Wednesday to fly out here on Friday or you know I had had, (laughs) yeah I know this is very me I actually didn't even buy it I had I have so many flight credits that I actually have to use for the end of the year so I just use different flight credit R.I.P. Coachella that was the one that I used sad (laughs) sad so I used that to come out here and yeah just celebrate her graduation. We took grad pics yesterday. They're so cute. Congrats, McKenna and Julian. I took some pictures of Julian, her boyfriend, too. Oh my gosh, Um, I bet they're so cute. They're so cute. Yeah. The pictures turned out great. Oh, McKenna told me that she always listens to the podcast on Friday waiting to hear her name. So there you go, McKenna. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I just want to know if I'm going to be in the episode or not. McKenna is amazing. She's a number one fan. But yeah, I'll be here till Friday. So I am recording remote today. I'm in South Carolina and it's kind of my peak of the week. So excited for her. And then just something else, you know, kind of fitness related that I've been loving. Uh, I used Connor's brother and sister-in-law's Peloton like a few months ago. And then last week they're like, hey, Kara, like you're still linked on our account. So if you want to use like the premium features, like you're still in our household membership. I was like, wait, what? So I downloaded the app and I've been doing the outdoor runnings, like the audio coaching. And it's so nice. Like it's nice to have someone in your ear reminding you what pace to go because every time you share your screenshots of your runs, I'm like, how is she going so fast? I mean, you are very fast, but I'm like, every time my split comes around, it's like <laughs> 930 and I'm like, I feel like I'm not that slow. So it's nice to have someone like actively keeping your tempo if you're not as good about keeping a tempo. Because I feel like you're probably just inherently good doing cross country and like doing all those runs and stuff. But like me, I just, I feel like I need someone in my ear being like, okay, we're going to do a six RPE. Like we're going to go faster. And I liked it a lot. So to stay on pace. Yeah. Yeah. That is really good for training. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have known how to do that if I hadn't been coached all those years. Exactly. Yeah. So loving that. Definitely recommend. I think it's a lot cheaper than buying a Peloton to to just like pay for the monthly if you want to. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Like you think you'll be running a really fast one and then your split is just like not that fast. You're like, it's like 10 minutes. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Isn't that walking pace? I thought I was running. <laughs> I know. I've definitely been working really hard on trying to get my mile splits down, but it's just been so windy here. Like I went out to do that one maybe two weeks ago and I was like, I'm going to do six miles as fast as I possibly can. And oh, the wind, <laughs> it was like 25 mile an hour wind that day and didn't it derailed my plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you're still really fast. I'm very impressed by whenever you share your splits. So they're all in my running highlight. If anyone wants to go look at them, the app is called Map My Run. It's completely Mm -hmm. free. You just hit start and then it will just tell you every single mile. Like this is your pace or you can have it say whatever you want. And yeah, I love it. I love Map My Run. Have you used the Nike Running Club app? Mm -mm. That's also pretty good. Lane showed me that one and they have a few audio guides too. So if you don't want to pay for the Peloton, I think Nike Running Club has some audio coaching as well. So that's really good too. Nice. Love all the good tips this morning. We are both officially three years now out of college, right? Yeah. Because we both graduated insane. in 2018. Yeah. So like this is the last class of Mizzou students that I would know. Like they're all graduating now. So now when I go back to Mizzou, I don't know a single soul there. That is so sad. <laughs> We're officially ancient. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So we're so wise. We're so ancient and wise. (laughs) So I would do this episode. (laughs) Yes. But, and I think it goes without saying that it has taken us a long time to find our groove. Like you're, Mm -hmm. for anyone that is concerned about finding their groove on like, you know, the first week after graduating, take it from us. We're three years in now and still searching. (laughs) Yeah. We're just figuring it out. Like we were talking before we hopped on this episode, like right after you graduate, there's a feeling of, okay, now what? And it gets really depressing, honestly. I feel like it hits a lot of people either right after graduation. I know for me, like the day after graduation, I went to Bali for like three weeks and it didn't really hit me until after I got back. I was like, oh, wait, so I did my post-graduation trip. Like I don't have a job. Now what? So yeah, yeah, we wanted to do like a little recap of how we felt and just lessons we've learned in the three years since graduating because we definitely have gained more clarity, more perspective since being in that moment of like, okay, now it's the rest of my life. I'm a little overwhelmed. Absolutely. And so many people ask you like at your grad party and throughout the summer. So now what, what's next? What are your plans? And you're like, I don't know. Okay. Like leave me alone. (laughs) I know you're being nice, but (laughs) yeah, that was definitely my least favorite thing. Cause I am not a planner anyway. And so I was always like, why does it matter? Can't you just be happy for me that I just spent like the last 18 years in school and just got two degrees and I've been grinding? Like, mm-hmm. can't we just be in the present and congratulate me for what I just did now? Why are you so worried about what's coming next? Like just trying to do this right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I literally was dodging all the questions <laughs> when that would come around. Cause all my friends had jobs lined up for like June 4th, June 16th or whatever. And I'm like, uh, yeah. So I don't have anything planned. I know that I'll probably be going back to my parents' house. Yes. But yeah, I mean, we're going to go through that. And um, yeah, I guess we can get started on like the first lesson we kind of learned and kind of already ties into what we're saying, like identity crisis. Major identity crisis. Yeah. That was like the first time where I was like, wait, what am I doing? Yeah. (laughs) Who am I? Because before, like, let's say not like your bio, but you're like college student, this major, maybe the sorority house or maybe these clubs. And now you're like, ah, suddenly all of my like titles or how I know people are gone. So how am I supposed to define myself? And I know that I was really afraid to be like, I'm a graphic designer or like I'm a photographer actually giving myself that label because I was like, I mean, I got the degree, but am I like a graphic designer? Like I don't, I don't have a graphic design job yet. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you felt that way. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I feel like we are so with the titles of like what your job is or yeah, exactly where you go to college and stuff. So it can be tough to transition, especially when you don't have a job post-grad like me. I was like, I told Allison this like, and I shared this on Instagram. After I graduated, I moved home and beer carded at a country club and like took pictures, did some weddings, did some senior pictures because I was like, I'm literally going to work the rest of my life. What is eight months of not having like a real job? That is the smallest fraction in the whole grand scheme of your career. <laughs> so yeah, I think that if you don't have everything planned, like it's honestly going to be better because like that eight months of getting to recharge and like actually find what my purpose was, find a really awesome job job was so invaluable to like where my career has gone since. And if I would have taken, like I actually did have a job offer for like a desk job in Chicago, which still would have been really cool. Like it was a really great company, but like, it just like wasn't exciting. I was going to be like an office administration assistant, like literally answering the phone. I think it was like a receptionist job. And like the lady was so nice. I'd connect with her at a, a college career fair. And like, obviously Chicago was like really appealing. I would totally move to Chicago. But like, if I would have taken that first job, like I would probably still be at that company doing something just so not as exciting as what I've accomplished in the last three years of going and working in a country club and serving popcorn and (laughs) beer to people. So... Yeah. yeah, I think it goes to show, yeah, just like be patient because you do have a lot of time and you're never going to get that time back. I worked at Barry's until September. So my panic didn't hit me as early. I feel like as everyone else's mind kind of started mm-hmm. hitting me in like July, August, because I was like, okay, September 1st is my last day. My lease ends now what? And I was also going to move to Chicago. Wow. What if we had both? Oh my God, we could have roomed in Chicago together. We could together. have been roommates. What the heck? We didn't even ever talk about this. But yeah, I had a roommate <laughs> lined up and I was... I went there a few times over the summer and I was definitely going to go and do a design job. But like my intuition was just, I don't know. And then I met Clay and then that's how I ended up staying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we could also talk about the transition of moving back in with your parents mm-hmm. because I never lived at home during any of the summers and was always very independent, lived in my own apartment when I was in college. So moving back was humbling to say the least and just <laughs> very different. My parents are awesome. It's not even that they're like super strict. Like it's not like they were like, okay, where are you going? When are you going to be home? I just felt like I was like encroaching on their lives Mm -hmm. and I didn't want it to be that way. So I think I lasted a month. (laughs) Oh yeah. Did you really? I was going to say, I don't really remember you living there except for maybe Halloween, which I don't even think you lived there at that point. No, I don't. I think you were just like moving out because I was going to say, I don't remember ever really you being at your parents' house except (laughs) for that clothing sale when we like first officially met in person. Yeah. I think it was just the month of September and a little bit of October maybe. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I just, I felt like I, could see myself getting complacent because I was like, oh, well, I don't really have any bills. Like maybe I'll just keep going and visiting Clay and traveling. And I had gone to LA. Um, We went on our Columbia trip and I could Mm -hmm. quickly see like me making excuses for not really finding another job. This is also when I was doing (laughs) the pop-ups. And so that's why I got the old market apartment because I was like, if I have, if I know I have to pay a thousand dollars in rent and bills every month, then I'm not going to like let myself fail. I'm going to work harder and figure it out. So I think there is something to say about, you know, maybe stretching yourself a little bit because it will motivate you to not get into a rut where you can never get out. Yeah. And I moved home after graduation because I was like, you know, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know if I want to stay in Omaha. I don't know if I want to leave, but I don't want to be tied down to a lease. So I think you taking that month to be like, okay, you know what? Like I do want a lease here. Like that was better than just Mm -hmm. feeling like you need to jump the gun and like pull the trigger on something when like you actually have to stay and commit with that. So 
I feel like it's totally okay if you need to take the time to figure out what your next step is. Like that took me literally 11 months because I didn't move until April of the following year. So that took me like a whole year to just make sure that I was making the right decision. And it was like a slow process and it sounds like easy and it sounds like we did okay. But there were definitely times where I was like, I'm living at my parents' house. Like, what am I doing with my life? So I don't know, just take the time you need to figure out what your next step is and don't rush into any decision. Because if I would have taken that first job that had like great benefits and a great pay, like, yeah, again, like you never know what, what the next opportunity could be. And we also were talking about how you have your whole life to work super, super hard. Like you're not going to get this last summer or maybe this like one next football season back. What? How old are you when you graduate? 23, 22? 22, yeah. Yeah. And you have until you're like 65 to work. In the scheme yeah. of life, if you take like a few month hiatus to, you know, work on your portfolio, maybe make a little extra cash at like a side job, get settled, like purge some of your college belongings, whatever. It's fine. That's like not even 1% of your work career. Yeah. And there's one book that talks about this really well. If you take a month hiatus and you're interviewing for a job and they were to say something like, well, why did you not have a job for a year? You can always just frame it as like, oh, I had this once in a lifetime opportunity to do X, Y, and Z. And then like whatever it was, like if you went and backpacked Europe, I had a once in a lifetime opportunity to travel the world and it taught me this, this, and this. And you can always tie it back in. Like there's so many ways to frame travel or working at a country club like I did as a positive thing. Like I just spun it as, oh, I worked this job so that I had the freedom to travel more, to learn more about the tourism and travel industry. Like, you know, I couldn't do that with a regular nine to five. And I just like spun it in a way that worked with what I wanted to do. Yeah, I think travel is definitely a resume builder. I think we've talked about this on this podcast, but I have a section on my resume of all the countries I've been to. Mm -hmm. Because as an employer, you're like, okay, well, that person clearly knows how to fend for themselves, how to plan things, how to communicate with others. Like, it says a lot. And just open-minded, like, you know travel is, you know, beautiful destinations believes. And what I believe is travel is the way to end racism, bigotry. You just see so much more different cultures and you're so much more understanding. So yeah, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So I think, I mean, obviously traveling is a little weird this summer, but there's Mm -hmm. still so many options. You could like work on a farm. You could... (laughs) Come to Nebraska. No, no, I'm just joking. You're so right. In Hawaii, they have those farms that you can work on. And Costa Rica. Like that's open. There's so many places that are open now and obviously take it with a grain of salt. Go at your own risk or whatever you feel comfortable. But even if you go on a road trip to, I had never been to Utah until last year. I'd never been to Utah or Wyoming. Those are amazing places. Like go for a month and do a road trip across the country. It doesn't have to be anywhere crazy. Agreed. Um, Because I had traveled so much, but when Clay graduated a year behind me, right when he graduated, we did that 28 day road trip up in the Northeast, <laughs> yes. sleeping in his car. And yeah, we didn't have like a ton of money, but we slept in the car. I think we splurged and got splurged on like a really like shitty motel called the Dolphin Inn one night. Um, <laughs> had only cold water. Uh, and then we like tent camp one night. But that whole road trip really didn't cost us that much. And like, when would I ever in my life have 28 days that I could peace out now? It, do- it doesn't like that be anymore. You have to navigate PTO. You get mortgages. You have car payments. Student loans kick in. <laughs> you start having, you get married, your friends start having weddings, that goes all of your free weekends. 
it just gets really hard. Yeah, literally, when would you... Like, this summer, I have three weddings in June. I'm working them. But still, like, if I wasn't going as a guest, like, when would you go and do that? No, there's no such thing as having... Then I feel like it's either now or wait until you're, like, retired. (laughs) Yeah. And and I just don't get that about society. Like, why would I wait until I'm, like, I have bad knees and can hardly walk up a staircase and can't even carry my own suitcase? Why would I go travel Europe then? Like, no, I'm going to do it now while I can, like, fist bump at a club and, like, the (laughs) other awesome backpackers at a hostel and like get cute pics like it's not gonna be as fun when i'm like 68 yeah and can't even walk up the stairs at the coliseum can't even run to your train that you're about to miss (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i think that that's totally been a huge shift a mindset shift in our society like in our culture too which i'm like so grateful for like i'm glad we grew up in this age where they get to travel a lot because it's it's been like more cheaper or more accessible too you know than when our parents were well yeah they didn't even imagine trying to go on a road trip with a paper map (laughs) (laughs) i know or like you want to stay at a hotel you just like have to like go into every hotel hotel and be like do you have vacancy and like look at the neon signs and just drive around i feel like we should do that we should like do a a week where we just vlog and we just leave our phones and we do paper map road trip yes yes and like film (laughs) photos yeah okay oh my gosh maybe that's in our future that would be so fun if you guys never hear from us again, it's because we decided to go on that road trip. <laughs> if there's like two episodes missing in the next couple of weeks, that's why. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to talk about like, is your net worth? We wrote this one down because you know, that's both of our life mottos. We love this one. Yes. Oh, I don't even know if I've told this direct story. Maybe I have. So sorry to sound super douchey, but <laughs> when I was in high school, I literally had this MO that I was like, I'm going to just meet as many people as I possibly can. Did I, have I talked about this? I don't think and so. I, I had this like notebook in my room and every single day I would write down like who I hung out with that day. And I, I've just never been one person that I like only want to have one best friend. And that's just personally me. I just like to have like a close group of friends, but then like a lot of acquaintances because I don't know, every time you talk to people, they teach you things. It's just fun to have a big network and you have like different friends for different, you know, you have like your going out friends, you have your like study friends, whatever. So when I was in high school, I'd literally be like, okay, I hung out with Josh, Ian and Clay today. The next day I'd be like, I hung out with Whitney and Morgan like every day. So and then at the end of the month, I'd be like, okay, how many people did I meet today? And I was always trying to go to different like high school parties. And I really feel like that's been a huge part of my success even through today is because I was not comfortable with just only knowing a few people from Miller North. I was like, I want to know everyone from every high school. And then when I got to college, I was like, okay, time to like cast that net even wider. And mm-hmm. I truly think that has helped so much because people will come to the pop-ups and or come to the store that I haven't seen in 10 years, but it's because I made those connections like way back. And then everything just comes, I don't know comes back around yeah like those connections that you made in high school like at a random party like now is the time to kind of cash them in or even just like let those people know what you're up to because even if they don't have something for you maybe they know of a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. who's like looking for someone to fill a role or something so tap into your network and just like let people know no one can help you if you don't if they don't even know what you're looking for so even like a simple linkedin post i don't know a facebook post that sounds lame but like that 
that'd be a great time to use Facebook if you literally never use it. It's just be like, just graduated, looking for opportunities in marketing or design or whatever that is for you. Yeah. And I don't think you need to be embarrassed by that at all because it's not embarrassing. You just graduated. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's and COVID I, too. True. There's never been a better time to be uh, unsure and have people understand your position. And I think we were also going to say like with your network right now, like if you aren't maybe having a job lined up, use this time to make your portfolio better. Make it like have your resume on lock, have a really good LinkedIn page. That way, if that opportunity does come your way and someone's like, hey, could you actually uh, email me over your portfolio or whatever? You're like, actually, I have it completely done. You're not like, oh crap, let me spend two weeks working on this. Um, Yes to this because I was literally in Marfa, Texas in February of 2019. Like I was on the way, like we were driving to Marfa and I saw this job position at Beautiful Destinations for an internship. And I literally applied on the spot. Like I was asking people at this conference for help on like what I should write in my application, blah, blah. I was literally in the middle of Texas, nowhere with like the horrible Wi-Fi. And like two days later, while I'm still there, I get an email from like the hiring manager to send her my website. And like, thankfully I had those eight months of being at home where I, my website was up to date. It had all my travel stuff. It had all my personal like accomplishments. It was perfect. Like imagine if I was in Texas with no Wi-Fi and like that job, my dream job was right in front of me, but like nothing was ready. But I sent it back to her within 30 minutes and I literally got that job. So that is so important to like use your downtime, obviously to chill. Like you've worked hard, give yourself some rest, but also like be ready, prepare yourself for when those like crazy opportunities, because those people that are hiring for those jobs don't want to spend more time than they need to. Like they want to get these things done. So help them out. <laughs> Send it to them right away. Yeah. And also put yourself in the interviewer's shoes because you want to have like a resume that stands out. Okay. Sorry if I embarrassed Destiny with this, but this is why I hired her. So when I was like putting the feelers out on social media that I like needed an assistant and help with New Wave, um, I was like, please email me your resume. Do not DM it to me. Like, hello, why are you going to apply for a job via an Instagram DM? Like already, if you're going to do that, you're not that serious about it. So I put like what I want wanted people to like the specs of what to apply. So anyone that DM'd me, I was like, you literally didn't read the one page thing with a hundred words on it. So I'm already not going to hire you because you're not detail oriented. Yeah. Two, okay, let's say you did email it. How are you going to stand out in an email inbox when hundreds of hundreds of people are also applying for the same job as you? So like put a catchy title. Oh my gosh. Uh, Destiny's email title was newbie at the new wave. And I was like, okay, that's so cute. So different. Like everyone else was like, blah, 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 name, hiring, you know, and she color coordinated her entire portfolio and resume to New Wave's colors, went bullet by bullet for all the things that I was looking for. And like, let's say I was like, I'm looking for someone that's hardworking. She was like, this is how I'm hardworking. Or here, if I want someone creative, this is how I'm creative. She literally went line by line and answered all of the things that I was looking for and then wrote a cover letter. And that part wasn't even included about how she would be a great asset to the team and level the store up. That stands out so much from the people that are just like, hi, I just graduated. I'm looking for a job. It's like, great. What are you going to do for me? Yeah. Like I'm a company that also needs help. I'm not just like here just to pay someone. Yeah. And that's how every company is. Like you're supposed to bring value to the company. They like, no one has to hire you. You don't (laughs) don't just like get a job just because you want a job. 
Like you have to help take the company to the next level. So I would say like in your cover letters and in your resume, like tell them how you're going to do that and why you would be a valuable asset over someone else. Always think about like what's in it for them? Because yep. you know what's in it for you. You're going to get paid. You might have a really cool job. Yeah, what's in it for them? <laughs> exactly. Um, go Destiny, go. Yes. Someday we'll have her on and we can ask her all the behind the scenes of what I'm really like in the day to day. Well, I guess first thing that sucks is like, when you graduate, there's some friends that you are really close with that you're just never going to see. And that sucks. Like they'll move across the the country or they'll, I don't know, have a really busy job and like you won't be able to walk into their apartment and just sit down or go out with them every week. I think that's probably one of the hardest things that I had to deal with because I have like so many, I'm like you, like I have a lot of best friends that have just like moved all across the country and I'm like, dang, now I see them once a year. And then now with COVID, I haven't even seen them since like 2019. Like that's messed up. And these are the people that we were, you know, walking into their room at two o'clock in the morning and like eating popcorn and sharing stories and going to get coffee like three times a week with studying. And I think it's also sad because you have these people in your classes that necessarily you're not like texting type friends or you're not that close, but they were like these people that you spent hours and hours with every single day. And then you're like, wow, I'm kind of going to miss Bill for my German class. Like I'm definitely never going to hit him up to <laughs> yeah. hang out. But like I kind of told Bill all of my problems every day. Like what am I going to do without him? You know, yeah. like, it's sad. And I think it, it there's not really any advice I have to give besides it just inevitable. Yeah. And just to be in the moment and enjoy those kind of connections that you have while they last and, and know that there's other ones coming mm-hmm. because I've definitely still have some friendships from college, but I've made all new friends because you're obviously going to hang out with people that are accessible to you. Like, yeah, I had friends that moved to across the country, but I want friends I can actually, you know, hang out with, go get dinner with. Like, of course, FaceTime is fun, but like, you're like, okay, well, I can't only have remote friends here. Like I do need some in-person connection here. So don't be afraid to make new friends. Like, Yes. Yeah. And I think post-grad is a great time to really reevaluate your values and connect with those people who share the same values. And if you haven't listened to the Jordan episode yet, she gave a really great tip. Like if you like working out, maybe try some workout classes. And I, every time I go to workout class, like everybody is talking either before or after. So there's communities in that. Like just find whatever you're passionate about or what you really liked at college and just find that in whatever city you end up in and make make new connections and acquaintances. I think that's really good advice. And with that, we could also talk about moving. And we both obviously had a desire to move. Both wanted to go to Chicago. And mm-hmm. I feel like especially as people that love to travel or people that others had high expectations for, they're like, so you're going to be staying around here? And you're like, well, maybe. <laughs> I feel like my advice would be like, don't let other people people pressure you to move away just because that's what people do. Like it's okay if you want to stay in the city or the state that you're from. Absolutely. There's value in using all those connections that you've made your whole life and tapping into them. That's exactly why I wanted to open New Wave in Omaha. Clay and I, when we were on our road trip, I actually looked at like some retail spaces, even in Seattle and others. And I was like, I can't do this without my people. Like, how am I supposed to navigate all of these new things without any support group? Like, okay, for example, I needed to move this fridge out of New Wave on Saturday night. 
And my dad just shows up at 601 with his truck and a dolly and is like, all right, let's do it. Like, I have a storage unit. We'll go take it over there. Like, if I'm across the country by myself, like, all of those things just become so hard. And, like, maybe mm-hmm. I'll be able to do that in two or three years from now. But there is no shame in, like, staying in your place and, like, getting really comfortable in that job and, like, know you're, like, in your career and knowing what you're doing and then, like, paying off some student loans, saving, and then moving somewhere where you're ready and you're very passionate about it. Because there was no particular city that I was like dying to move to. Mm-hmm. Like there was definitely like a lot that were interesting to me, but I was like, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. Like, the cost is my connections. The cost is my savings. The cost is being away from my friends and family to like weigh the pros and cons. That's how I feel now. Like for me, I was dying to move to New York City. I finally did it. Found the perfect job where cause at, the, at the same time, exactly what you said, like I was weighing the cost. And for a long time for me, if I wanted to, if I was dying to move to New York City, and I wanted to do it that bad like the cost was to just take any job that came my way so that's even another reason why I waited I was like I'm not gonna just take any job because a lot of people can do that you can do and you know just like a regular job and get out there but I was like no I don't want to be miserable like I will take the right job to get out there and that ended up paying off but yeah I would say don't feel pressured to move somewhere just to move somewhere but also at the same time if you do want to move somewhere don't feel pressured to like stay if your family is pressuring you or people are saying like you don't have money for that like the money will always come especially when you're out like in places like New York like I started out as an intern at the company that I was working at and I was making minimum wage but like the money came like I figured it out rent's expensive but like I don't know I figured you know what I mean like yeah you will figure it out exactly you're not gonna let yourself fail (laughs) yeah so yeah so if you want something like it'll work out and don't feel like you need to listen to what everybody's telling you like oh that might not be the best decision that place is really expensive or it's like yeah (laughs) obviously I obviously thought about that <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like really, New York's one of the most expensive cities to live in. I actually had never heard that. I didn't know. <laughs> I've Thank never heard that in my life. Wait. Me. <laughs> St. Louis is more affordable than Los Angeles. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I think we also wanted to say that about um, money with traveling, like your opportunity to travel will go away, but like the money will always return. So like, yeah, maybe you don't have a ton of money to go and travel right now, but those memories and experiences are going to stay with you forever and you'll have forever to make money. You're not going to have forever to travel and take those opportunities that can't do later in life. Absolutely. I think Lane rubbed off on us. We're like, absolutely. Ah, dang it. Thanks, she Lane. Did say, she said that she <laughs> says that a lot and- you're right. We are saying that a lot now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I concur. We sound like we're in Clubhouse. <laughs> um, well, I think we can probably do a couple more of like the heavier things and then kind of wrap up with some final thoughts. But I did want to touch on the friendship thing that your friendships will change after you graduate. And that is one of the heavier things that sucks because you are going to grow out of friendships and it's literally like breaking up with someone and you're not going to understand why because you got along so well for four years and you know, someone could have been your best friend at college and then you might be in the same city after you graduate and you kind of realize like you're growing apart and that's life. Like that happens. And I had never experienced that until you know within the last three years growing out of friendships and I thought I was the only one I thought I was a horrible person like how can I not keep friendships I have all this other stuff going for me but I just can't even keep this friend who was one of my best friends for so long but after talking to other people like you can't keep the same friends forever some people you are gonna have forever and something that someone told me is like you have friends for a reason for a season or for a lifetime so some friends Mm -hmm. come when right when you need them like for a specific reason 
reason for maybe like a month or something. Like they're your friend for a certain challenge or moment that you're going through in life. And then there's friends for a season, like, you know, a college season Mm -hmm. or a small season of your life. And they're just as beautiful as like the friends that last a lifetime. And you kind of just have to go with the flow and understand that that's how it goes. And it doesn't mean that they like you guys hate each other after that. Mm -hmm. It just means that maybe you're not as close as you once were. And things can always circle back. Like say you maybe do end up in the same city down the line or you like end up at the same company. Then you like end up being close friends again. But I think something Jordan and I talk about a lot, this is going to make me sound so narcissistic. Oh God, how do I even phrase this? Like a lot of people will like come to the store and be like, oh, like want to get dinner or like want to hang out or try to kind of do how me and Jordan met or just want to be friends, I guess. And I just like don't have time to be that good of a friend to too many people. Like Mm -hmm. I'd rather only have a certain amount of friends that I can like ensure that I'm going to get them like a dope birthday gift that I can like remember all of their problems and be there for them and listen to them and fly out to visit them and keep contact. And I I just don't have the like emotional capacity to do that for like 30 people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that like I you don't want to be friends with some people. I don't know. Do you kind of get what I mean? No, I think you're just protecting your energy and yeah. that's okay. I think in college, like you're kind of encouraged to just like be everyone's everyone. Yes, yes. And be and everyone's be, everything. And then once you graduate, you like kind of have to be more selective because you might be living with a partner. Your job is going to take so many hours in a week. So I'm like, okay, once all of my chores, working out, all of that, is done, I might only have one, maybe two nights a week that I can spend time with friends. So if I have 10 close friends, people are going to be like, wow, I never see you. So I'd Mm -hmm. rather just keep my circle close and really put effort into those. Okay. I guess maybe what I'm tying in is like, that's just a huge difference from college. Like in college, it was like, okay, I'm going to hang out with freaking someone every single day. Like there's always a party. There's always an event. There's always a formal or whatever. And then yeah, post-graduation, I was like, okay, I kind of need to like reel it in a little bit here because I don't have the energy that I did when I was 21. Like life's just very different. And I want to give a lot to my relationship. And I think that is a huge difference Mm -hmm. is when you're dating someone in college, you might only hang out with them a little bit. It's almost like your friendship and your relationship switch. So now I see Clay seven days a week and I might hang out with friends two days a week to where in college, it's kind of like you're hanging out with your friends every day. And then maybe you have like a date night with your significant other like twice a week. Mm -hmm. I don't just... Just getting older. (laughs) Yeah. Slowing down a bit, but like, yeah, just making sure you're always in check and you're checking in on yourself. And what you want. No, I think that was really good. I think something I wanted to share was the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. And that is so real when you graduate, just like comparing to what you see on Instagram, everyone getting these amazing jobs, these amazing companies. And something that I told Allison, I was like, I got an internship and a production team when people my age were literally moving on to like associate producers and like actual producers, like at the same time, like, you know, we both graduated and while I'm getting an internship, people are getting these amazing career jumps and like there's no need to compare because everybody's on their own track and the minute you like start to think about that kind of stuff then you lose all happiness and all joy so true yeah and even comparing yourself to your past self I think needs to be worked on because Mm. I had that salary job at Barry's and then after I quit and was doing freelance I was like wow or how I talked about how I 
literally bar backed at the Blatt and went from general manager at a, uh, a venue to bar backing, like top to bottom. And it's like, that's okay. That was that season. And I was doing the best for myself at that point in time. And now I'm doing the best for myself at this point in time. Like there's just going to be different perks that come with different stages. Yeah. And there's no need to compare because like no one gets their dream job right out of college. And if someone does like good for them, but that is a dime a dozen. Like that is few and far between. So if you do work a job that you don't like at first, like there's no need to compare because that's like everybody's experience. Do you follow It's Me Tanks like on TikTok? She's the girl, the girl in LA. I do. She's really funny. I think everyone follows or has seen her. Everyone's seen her on your For You page at some point, but she just did a podcast episode with someone and I haven't listened to it yet, but she shared on her Instagram story and she put, your 20s are mismarketed because I think she's almost 30 now and she's like, people market your 20s like you're supposed to have it all figured out. You're supposed to have an amazing job. She's like, no, like I'm literally almost 30 now just figuring it out. Like just Mm -hmm. now becoming, you know, an online personality and like I hated my job in my 20s. Like, it was horrible. And I would sit with my friends and complain about it. And now it's like, it's all working out. And she's 10 years down the road from where you would be like when you graduate college. So yeah, I think that probably has a lot to do with lifespan because now, you know, people are living to be older. People are able to have kids later. You're able to buy houses later. Like renting is more Mm -hmm. normal. So like the twenties kind of got stretched out to the thirties or your forties. And cause like even my parents are in their fifties and I think they're so young. Like they work out every day. They're spry. They're doing this Mm -hmm. and that. And when I was a kid, I was like, I thought someone that was like 58 was so old. And now I'm like, they're literally yeah. so young. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially with like, you know, when back in the day you have kids because like your husband was going to war and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, I feel like a lot of those ideas have like stayed around, even though you're right. Like we do a lot of things way older now. So there's no need to compare if someone's getting married and like you don't even have a partner yet. Like, I don't know, be happy with like the season you're in with your life. And I even say that too about our relationship. Like there's no reason for us to even rush getting engaged or married because like we we have determined that we are each other's partner until the day we die. It's like, okay, I'm what, 26? So we're going to be together for 50 more years? Okay, what is a few more years of dating? We don't need to like put a ring on it ASAP. Like let's get our life together and we have plenty of time to do all of that. Oh, and another thing, one of my friends, she literally graduated, got engaged, moved across the country, got a job, wanted to get a house, got married and it's like, whoa, bro, like you just did all of the super exciting things in life in like two months. Like now what are you even going to look forward to? You just did it all so fast and now you have your 20s and 30s. Like what are you even going to look forward to and plan around? You just like blew through some of life's most exciting things in two months and didn't even get to like soak them up because you were just like racing to get them done. Yeah. And it's like for what? Who's holding you to that standard? It's only you. Yeah. There's only, there's no external pressures that can make you do any of that. I mean, if you want to do that, totally fine. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do just feel the pressure from the society, but it's really like, who's making this pressure? No one wants it. So why (laughs) is the pressure here? Yeah, I I agree. Like I have those things to look forward to and I'm in no rush either to like get all that stuff done. And that's exciting to think about like, okay, when I'm more down the road, like I get to like plan a fun wedding and like figure all that out, but not now, which is why. Because you have so many exciting things you're doing right now. Yeah. I think that actually what you're saying ties back in like a huge thing that I wanted to communicate with this episode is like, you have time. If you're listening to 
this right now, like you have so much time in whatever stage of your life you're in. Like, even if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I'm almost 30. And like, no, you have so much time in the world. Like people are living until they're yeah. what? hundred. I saw 105th birthday on my Instagram <laughs> stories like today. Like we have so much time. And even this girl who I follow on TikTok fully Friday, she was talking about this. Like think about when you were criticizing yourself two years ago and now two years forward, you're like, what was I talking about? Like what? Like I would kill to go back and do that right now and be in that position that I was so much hating when I was two years past. Like that's going to be us in the future. So like stop putting pressure on yourself to look a certain way or to be in a certain role, like because you have all the time in the world and like you're going to accomplish things. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but. (laughs) And I think tying that in with comparison is the thief of joy. So like Daniel Barron, scene at We Wore What, I look at her and I'm like, oh my God, she's Forbes in her 30s. She has her own clothing line. She lives in New York. She does this and this. And then it's like, she's 30. She's years ahead of me. And like, I had been admiring her since I was like 19. It's like, well, yeah, when she was 19, she didn't have all this either. Like, it doesn't matter age-wise, but like Mm -hmm. all of those things take years to build up. Like, yeah, my store, it's like, okay, well, I didn't just open the store one day. Like I had three (laughs) to four years of working experience that I learned and had to do something that wasn't my dream to get those skills. And then I had to do some pop-ups and then I had to travel. Like I didn't just, okay, my dream starts today and now it's perfectly done and ready. Behind everyone's success story, there's so many years in the making of studying and education and grind work that you don't see because everything on the internet is just a highlight. Well, now, thankfully, people post some lowlights. But you know what I mean? Like people are very (laughs) quick to like announce all of their successes. But there's plenty of people that are lost, having an identity crisis, don't also have a job yet, just got fired, just broke up with their significant other, whatever. Like you're probably doing just fine. Yeah. I guess we can kind of like wrap up with that. Like you're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Also, nothing is impossible. If you don't believe this already, go listen to Michaela's episode. She'll tell you literally nothing is impossible with her life life story. She's done so much with believing in herself and believing that she will achieve these things. So if you want something bad enough, you can do it. Believe in yourself, manifest it, write it down, put it on a sticky note in your mirror, look at it every day. Like I will get this job that whatever, specify what you want. And I will do this, this, and this, like nothing's impossible. You've got it. Yes, ma'am. I love that. And if you're feeling stressed, everyone feels this way and everyone has felt this way at some point in their life. And again, like we've said, the only person putting stress on yourself is you. For sure. I think one thing I will say is the stress kind of sticks around because if I think back mm-hmm. when I was in college, like, yeah, I was only stressed doing homework and stuff, but you're like, honestly, things are pretty fun. Like, but <laughs> it, it, it does get harder, FYI. So I think being realistic that, you know, college is a party seven days a week, high school, you kind of hardly have, you might think it's tough now, but just wait, like it does get harder, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you have, you have the toolbox to be able to handle it. Um, but just know that as you age, you get more responsibility life comes at you quick so I don't know I'm gonna have to find your own sunlight some days (laughs) yeah and um yeah take this time to find those tools that are going to help you set up yourself up for success. And if you haven't figured out how to manage your stress, take the time now to figure it out. Like, is that working out for you? Is that taking a bath? Is that journaling? Like, I think there's never been a better time than when you graduate to like figure out what your values are and like what your routines are. Like I never had a morning routine until after I graduated or like a routine that sets me up for like having the best days. So I don't know. It's baby steps. It's figuring it out. But you're not alone. And even adults that are like plenty, like my mom's age, she's like, 
I'm still figuring it out. I still don't know. Like you're Mm -hmm. never going to have every aspect of your life all figured out. There's no such thing. Because once you start putting effort into one area, usually something else kind of takes that backseat for a while. (laughs) Something messes it up. Just a journey. Enjoy it. It's not the destination. Yeah. I love that quote. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Whenever I get stressed, when I'm like, I mean, really just realistically, whenever I'm driving somewhere, like trying to figure something out, I'm like, all right, chill out. It's the journey. Look at this random gas station you're pulled off at because you have no idea where you're going. Exactly. That's great. The destination is literally 1% of the entire thing. You're planning a wedding. The actual day of the wedding is literally 1% of all of it. Enjoy the time planning it with your husband. Enjoy your food testings. Everything, if you only focus on the very end, you're going to be pretty miserable because the majority of your day-to-day life is the process. Yeah, soak it in, baby. <laughs> All right. Do we did we hit well, everything we wanted to talk about? I think we hit everything. Like I was excited to go through this because it does make you really think and reflect on what you've learned. It's like, wait a minute, what have I learned? So yeah. it's fun. And maybe my last punch is like, if you got a degree that you feel like is not in your field of study, don't panic because like you <laughs> yeah. can get a job. I got a degree in graphic design and advertising. Sure, they help, but like I don't have a degree in fashion merchandising or entrepreneurship or business. Like you can go to YouTube University, as Lane said. Like you can learn a lot from the internet and you can apply for jobs outside of your specific degree and still be very successful. Absolutely. My dad has like a math degree and he does sales for Sara Lee, like something just completely random. So it doesn't matter. I think college just shows that you can be committed and balance it all. And employers just like to see that. Absolutely. And again, it's all about who you know. Tying that back in, your network is your net worth. So sweet. Tap into those people. Amazing. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of our friends. We always appreciate your listens, downloads, ratings, reviews, telling your friends. Oh yeah. We had actually a big peak that we wanted to announce. Um, we hit number 123 on our podcast category last week after we dropped our latest episode. So seriously, that is so shocking. Like what the heck? How did we yeah. rank that high? Insane. We were looking at the top 100 like, and we were like, I wonder where we are. And so we, we dig and care. was like, Oh, uh, actually, we are almost on that list. <laughs> yeah, we've hit our highest ranking. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening and sharing. Like our listenership has like exploded in the last month, like because you guys are sharing. We're getting new listeners from Instagram and TikTok. We just want to say thank you guys so much. Like if you are enjoying this, the podcast, keep sharing our best listeners or like most of our listeners are coming from word of mouth. So we seriously appreciate you guys' support and yeah, we couldn't be ranked that high without you guys. So just know that we're so appreciative. Like we're so excited to see that and we're just going to keep striving for that again. Again, again and again. We really are. We text each other like freaking out every single day. We're like, oh my God, oh my God, did you see this? <laughs> yeah. Did you see this person's message? Did you see this review? Did you see this comment? Or look at what this person sent me. So know that we do read and see everything and it makes us really, really happy. Yes. So thank you guys again. All right. We will catch you next awesome. week. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. 
Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and click five-star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying about the podcast, and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.